Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. People of America, it is your lucky day. It is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. I am, of you know, the foremost purveyor of horticultural wisdom for the ages, and I'm glad that you could join us here today. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGough. Hello, Nella! Happy Saturday, Steve. Same to you, Nella. All right, we have a really good question. Okay. My grandmother's peonies have had a white film growing on the leaves for the past three years. We live in Oklahoma. Can you suggest something to clear this up? Why, yes, I can. This is a very common problem with peonies. It usually doesn't show up until after they finish blooming, and it shows up in the summer, and this is a fungus. It's called powdery mildew. It grows on top of the leaves, and it makes them just look ugly. The good thing about it is it's not going to kill your peonies, but I mean, really, peonies without peony flowers on are already plain enough. But if you've got peonies with no flowers and ugly leaves, you don't want to have them around. So what you need to do is spray with a fungicide before the powdery mildew shows up. And I would suggest you use a fungicide. It's a natural fungicide, very safe to use. It's called neem oil and you mix it up according to label directions and spray it on the healthy foliage, and that will stop powdery mildew from growing. Now, let's say that you haven't got to your plants fast enough and they're already covered with the mildew. What you want to do is come the fall, you want to cut down all that foliage and throw it out with the trash. Don't leave it there in the garden because that will just have more disease spores lying in the soil, waiting to wake up and infect your plants. Another thing you could do is mulch your peonies in the spring when they're coming up because the mulch will cover up any disease spores that are lying on the ground, and that'll probably also help retard the growth of uh, powdery mildew. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Y'all have a great day. Okay, Steve. Yeah. How are you doing? I am doing quite excellent. I'm so glad. Yes. And uh, I don't know, am I grumpy enough? or? Uh, you, you don't sound as grumpy. You sound kind of happy. I don't know. You must have put something here in the water. I'll, I'll get <laughs> mad soon enough, though. I think what we're going to be talking about is something that makes all of us happy. The plant of the week. Oh, plant of the week. Okay. Well, this one will make some of us happy, but when I tell you the name, it's going to make a lot of other people unhappy, Um, and unhappy is what I do best, but that's okay. Let's get down to it. The plant of the week is butterfly bush, and it's a very popular shrub because it has flowers that start off in the spring, and it blooms all the way through the summer, and it has lots of different colors. There's reds and pinks and blues and purples and white, and it's very attractive to pollinators like butterflies. So that's why it's called butterfly bush. 
There's a couple things that are wrong with it, though. Um, first of all, the old types, they get really kind of big, and they're not a graceful plant. They're kind of a gangly plant that just kind of like grows in all directions. Some of them get pretty tall, and they mix up their flowers between the ones that are new and fresh and the ones that are old and brown. So you have both of them on the plant at the same time. It's not <laughs> that attractive a sight. Also, when the flowers turn uh, brown, they're developing lots of seeds in there. And so you get lots of seedlings. And in some places in the country, butterfly bush is considered an invasive plant, and you're not even supposed to sell it there. And so whenever I mention it in Southern Living, I got lots of angry mail and emails. Oh. So I'm going to tell you something you can do about it. You can have your butterfly bush without all the problems. Now, there's a new kind of butterfly bush. There's some dwarf series out there. One is called Flutterby. There's another one called the Pugster series, P-U-G-S-T-E-R. And they don't really get big and gangling like the other ones. They grow two to three feet tall, and they have big flower spikes. Even though they're kind of dwarf plants, the flower spikes are just as big as the large growing ones. They come in colors of blue or pink or white and light purple and deep purple. They don't need pruning like the big ones do, so you don't have to worry about pruning off all those brown flowers. And also, for those of you who are worried about butterfly bush being invasive, the pugsters are seedless, so they have no seedlings, so you don't have to worry about them spreading throughout your entire garden, your neighbor's yard, and the entire countryside. Are these drought-tolerant? Yes. Plants. Yeah, they're drought tolerant. I mean, I wouldn't classify them as being drought tolerant as the same as, you know, succulents and cacti and stuff yeah. like that. But butterfly bush, yeah, you don't have to water them every day like you might have to do in patience in hot weather. Mm -hmm. They will take heat and they will take some dry weather too. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we love your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make me, Grumpy Gardener, very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask grumpy.